No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that the prophets, priests, and princes in Israel were all wicked. God looked for a man to stand in the gap so that he would not have to destroy the land, but he found none. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Ezekiel chapter 22 on Simply the Bible. Good leadership is hard to come by, but it is vitally important because the way the leaders go determines the way the people go. We should always consider carefully whom we follow. Now, the Lord had a complaint against his people. The leaders had failed in their duties and had even led the people astray by their own actions. They let the nation go from bad to worse, leaving God with no choice but to intervene in judgment. And yet the Lord searched for even one person who would turn him away from this course. We continue in Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 17. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, the house of Israel has become dross to me. They are all bronze, tin, iron, and lead in the midst of a furnace. They have become dross from silver. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have all become dross, therefore, behold, I will gather you into the midst of Jerusalem. As men gather silver, bronze, iron, lead, and tin into the midst of a furnace to blow fire on it, to melt it, so I will gather you in my anger and in my fury, and I will leave you there and melt you. Yes, I will gather you and blow on you with the fire of my wrath, and you shall be melted in its midst. As silver is melted in the midst of a furnace, so shall you be melted in its midst. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have poured out my fury on you. Now, the image of the furnace is often used in Scripture. Metals are melted in the furnace. There's no other way for them to be refined and purified. The dross is that waste product that floats to the surface. It is good for nothing. The Lord sought to refine His people. From the time that He chose them, He put them in the furnace of affliction to refine them. They were in Egypt for 400 years and then in the wilderness for 40 years throughout their time in Canaan. As they would depart from the Lord and his commandments, he would allow them to be afflicted by foreigners. He would also send famine and pestilence. God's purpose was that they would repent of their sins and turn to him. But the furnace of refinement had failed to produce these results. And rather than being purified metal, Israel had become nothing more than useless dross in the eyes of God. Therefore, God would melt them in his anger. The fire would no longer be to purify, but to destroy and remove them from the land. They would know the fiery wrath of the Lord rather than his loving and corrective discipline. And yet God's purpose was not to wipe them out totally as a nation, but that they would come to know that Yahweh is their God and he alone is worthy to be feared. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, say to her, you are a land that is not cleansed or rained on in the day of indignation. The conspiracy of her prophets 
in her midst like a roaring lion tearing the prey. They have devoured people. They have taken treasure and precious things. They have made many widows in her midst. So God is going to rebuke really three rulers here, three classes of rulers, the prophets, the priests, and the princes. He begins with the prophets who did not cleanse the people in the day of indignation. Now the point of the prophet was that he would be one who would be the fourth teller of God's word and he would rebuke the people when they were in error. God had brought afflictions to them and the prophets should have spoken out and said, look, this is happening because you've turned away from the Lord. But they weren't doing that. Instead, they had formed a conspiracy against the Lord. There was that conspiracy of prophets that was against both Jeremiah in Jerusalem and Ezekiel in Babylon. As a result of the prophets giving the people lies, they were like lions who had devoured the people. They had taken treasure and precious things from them. They were no doubt paid handsomely for their prophecies, but they had told the people what they wanted to hear rather than the truth. And as a result, they would make many widows. You see, had the people listened to Jeremiah and surrendered to the king of Babylon, then they would have been fine. They would not have died. But because they resisted and listened to these false prophets, Many of the men would die by the sword, making many widows. Her priests have violated my law and profaned my holy things. They have not distinguished between the holy and unholy, nor have they made known the difference between the unclean and the clean. And they have hidden their eyes from my Sabbaths, so that I am profaned among them. Now God provided the priests as those who would represent him before the people and those who would represent the people before God. But they were to teach the people the law of God and teach them this is holy, this is unholy, this is good, this is evil. And because they were not doing that, but in fact were violating the law themselves, then they had failed in their duties. Think about this. Would you want to follow a priest who was not even teaching the things of God and was violating the laws himself? Of course not. And so the people weren't even following the priest because they could see that they themselves were hypocrites and were not doing what they should have been doing, which was to teach the word of God. To us today, that would correlate to pastors and teachers, those who fill the pulpits. Listen, Our main job is to teach the word of God and to show the difference between that which is holy and that which is common or unholy. And if we don't do that, if we try to just appease the people and tell them what they want to hear rather than the truth of God, then shame on us. The problem was they had hidden their eyes from the Sabbaths, meaning that the people were committing sins on the Sabbath. They were violating the law of God, and yet they hid their eyes from the whole thing. And again, we also need to be very much aware of the sins that are going on in the church and call them out, because if we don't, then we will be held responsible before God. Her princes in her midst are like wolves, tearing the prey to shed blood, to destroy people, and to get dishonest gain. Now the Lord speaks of the princes. They were like wolves consuming the people, tearing them up. These would be the governmental leaders 
and they were destroying the people as a result. And what was the motive? It was greed. They wanted dishonest gain. And so they were remiss in their duties. Her prophets plastered them with untempered mortar, seeing false visions and divining lies for them, saying, Thus says the Lord God when the Lord had not spoken. God turns back again to the prophets. I think he really had a lot against the prophets because they were the ones that were supposed to be representing him. But instead, they were plastering them with untempered mortar. The idea was that they were to be building up the wall of righteousness and there were breaks in the wall. And instead of dealing with the problems and confronting the people with their sins, they were telling them false visions. They were whitewashing the whole thing and uh, telling them lies, saying, thus says the Lord God, and telling them what they wanted to hear when God had not spoken. The people of the land have used oppressions, committed robbery, and mistreated the poor and needy, and they wrongfully oppressed the stranger. So you see that when all of these rulers were doing wrong, when the priests and the prophets and the princes were all wicked, then what hope was there for the people? Of course, they were simply going to follow their leaders. and That's how it goes. You know, we just have a tendency as humans to put our eyes on our leaders and, and do whatever they do. Uh, and we are influenced by them. That's why it is so important for us to pray that God gives to us godly leaders. And if God judges a nation, he usually does so by giving them over to the leaders that they want who are wicked. And that's why we need to pray against that. So I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. Therefore, I have poured out my indignation on them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. And I have recompensed their deeds on their own heads, says the Lord God. Now, it is amazing to me just the patience of God. God does not want to bring judgment. It is his strange work. And so even though he was fired up in his indignation over all of these sins, he still sought for even just one man who would make a wall and stand in the gap. Now, I think the Lord may have been thinking here about Moses because when the children of Israel came out of Egypt and they made the golden calf, God was ready to destroy them as a nation. And Moses stood in the gap. He interceded for them. He said, don't do that, Lord. What will the other nations say? They will say that you brought them out of Egypt just to kill them. And so Moses succeeded in turning the Lord away from his wrath. And here God is saying, I, I was looking for just one man who would make the wall and stand in the gap. Now, the idea here is that the wall of righteousness is what protects us from evil. And the Bible tells us that righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. When there is a breakdown in the righteousness of a nation, then that is an area where the enemy, the devil, can come in and wreak havoc. And that is certainly what we see happening today as the moral righteousness, the moral fiber, the Judeo-Christian ethic has been destroyed in our land. And the devil is having a heyday with our children, uh, with everybody. And so God was saying, look, I was just looking for somebody 
who would stand in that gap, who would have the moral courage to say this is wrong and this is right and close the gap where the enemy was coming in and wreaking havoc. But he said there was nobody. How tragic. Not even one person. It wasn't that God was looking for a whole committee of people. He was saying, look, if there was just one who would stand in that gap so that I would not have to bring judgment, then I would not have to bring judgment, you see. So instead, he said, I have poured out my indignation upon them. How tragic. And that's my hope. My prayer is that we would be men and women of courage that we would be men and women who intercede. What a need there is for there to be the intercessors, those who would pray earnestly and say, God, please do not bring judgment. Raise up godly leaders. Be patient with us. Be merciful with us as a nation. Bring forth your spirit upon your people and bring them back to an appreciation for the word of God. Would you join me in just praying these things that we might see God raise up godly leaders in our age and see him turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers that he might bring a spiritual revival and awakening in our land. God's looking for such people who will simply stand in the gap and stop the work of the enemy coming through the wall and destroying the people. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, check out our Simply the Bible podcast and please leave us a review. That helps a lot. Tomorrow we will see where the Lord gives a parable about two adulterous sisters. The elder is Samaria and the younger is Jerusalem. They both played the harlot with foreign men. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Ezekiel on Simply the Bible.